Hey everybody, my name is Lexi. Thank you so much for tuning in. Today I want to talk about the infamous album cover from Meek Mill that is making its rounds online right now. And uh, trying something new. I just realized that I don't have any episodes posted for my anchor which is the uh, platform that I choose to use to distribute podcasts and tutorials in audio form. So if you watch my YouTube videos, a lot of the um, a lot of those a lot of that content is on Spotify or Podmatic or whatever else um, because I use the platform Anchor, which you know, as I said, it's the audio platform, the platform for my podcasting. Anyway, all of that to say. Um, I need more content. So this seems like it's been a hot topic all over the internet recently within the past couple of days. So let's talk about it. Um, Feel Good Studio asks, what does it look like? So glad you asked. And I actually don't have the explicit version of it, but this is what the album cover looks like. And I got this image from the Shade Room here on Instagram uh, can I move myself? I can't move myself. Meek Mill under fire after images of his tour bus wrapped in this album art, which depict, um, I don't know, I th- that might say explicit images of black women. I can't see underneath my thing, but this is what the album art looks like. And if you are listening to this, because at some point it's going to be put onto my podcast, if you're listening to this, you're just going to have to look it up online or something. This is what the tour bus looks like. The tour bus is covered in this um, imagery, in this album cover art. And where you see these red dots, that's actually where, you know, the explicit parts were censored, you could say. So there's one lady, she's got her titties all out and she's on a pole There's another one, her ass and her titties are all out. And then there's another black woman. These are all dark-skinned black women, by the way. She's bent over, and you could actually see her. I don't know how explicit y'all want me to get. I'm going to be, let's be PG. You can actually see her, the outline of her vagina. And it's actually pink in the... uh, in the uncensored version of this album art. I'm not going to show it on here just because I don't feel like searching for it and all of that. Now, there's a lot of outrage over this album cover because, God, there's just so many layers to this whole conversation. Um, I actually do want to bring up a couple of things that people said on The Shade Room. So again, going back to the tour bus, I saw your bus parked in the Ikea parking lot. I had to take a photo and this person looks like they approve of the imagery. There is someone else who said, this is rapper Meek Mill's album cover. When are black people going to call out black people for the injustices against black people? The number one threat to black women is black men. The most disrespectful people towards black women are black men where are the feminists and finally someone else a black woman says it is a disgusting image meek mill is not an ally of black women meek mill the degrading image of black women you plastered on a bus is truly heartbreakingly disgusting there are literally so many other depictions of black women you could have used 
it's a I can't see what that says underneath these comments it's a shame okay yeah it's a shame so that's some of the thoughts that people had on the album cover um I don't even know the name of the album oh expensive pain duh so and why are my eyes that color suddenly and suddenly I got lashes well hey that's the beauty of Instagram filters so yeah uh the name of this album is called expensive pain and as I just explained and if you've already seen it by way of internet or researching or when you saw it on my screen share whatever um yeah it's just a bunch of dark-skinned black women on front of this album cover titties are out ass is out I'm supposed to be PG booty is out chest is out vagina is out and to um you know emphasize that vagina is out it was actually colored a bright pink color and the outrage I can only explain it from uh my point of view and I actually saw a viral video of this white guy publicly shaming Meek Mill's album cover who was you know he was physically in front of the tour bus and if anybody wants to join in on this conversation feel free to come on uh live and have this chat with me but I can only give you from my perspective how I feel about it as a black woman and let's kind of just like peel back the layers of why black women are upset as well and I also want to bring up the fact that um you know there are a lot of people talking about this as you may or may not know um I saw on DJ Big X ATL he was posing the question you know black women are you okay with being portrayed this way and in my mind I think that's a crazy ass question to ask <laughs> because as a black woman now I know I'm not the darkest black woman um but I am darker than light-skinned black women and I do face discrimination because of my skin as well not nearly as badly as I would face as if I was a darker skinned black woman but what's irritating is black women do you want to be portrayed this way that's a crazy question of course I don't want to be portrayed this way not me personally and obviously I shouldn't be speaking for the whole collective of black women because we do come in a variety of shades and personalities and cultures backgrounds whatever we're not going to be too politically correct with this this is my podcast this is my show and so this is going to be my opinion and anybody who I invite on here to share that opinion as well but as a black woman hell no I don't want to be portrayed in this light and there was a few comments because I like going under comment sections and seeing what people are saying and seeing what how like how people are thinking about a certain topic and it's just like someone had a very good point and it's like why are you victim blaming in this situation black women are the victim of this imagery so how and then Meek Mill he had to have okayed the art um, his art department or his creative director, uh, whoever was in charge of also giving the okay. Oh, I almost lost my laptop. Ciao. Whoever was, you know, in charge of giving the okay and approving this art, like it had to go through so many different hands for it to make it to the public. So that's what makes it very disturbing. Um, as a black woman, the fact that 
it had to go through so many hands and it feels like absolutely nobody had a vested interest in how a black woman would be portrayed. And then what's even worse is the fact that it's only dark skinned women being shown, you know, their imagery is being shown on the tour bus. Now, the argument was said like, you know, uh, are you okay being portrayed this way? The argument was made that, you know, album cover, I wouldn't care about it just being an album cover, but the fact that it's on a tour bus being driven around openly in front of kids for kids to see, that's where I draw the line. Mm. And part of me wants to be like, I understand art is supposed to be subjective and I understand freedom of expression and I understand censorship, blah, 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 all that good stuff like that. But honestly, I don't like it in any sense. I don't care that it was on a tour bus. I don't care that it was his album cover art. It's raunchy, no matter where it's being displayed. And parents do need to, you know, keep an eye on what their kids are absorbing as far as different images um, and different audio or wherever else they're getting, you know, content from. People say kids get worse content from TikTok, but I know if I was a parent, I would not want to see that in public. Um, but anyway, basically, let's get back to, because I feel like I'm talking in circles. So let me get back to my opinion on it as a black woman. Now, I'm not as dark complected as the women who were portrayed on that bus, but it just gives black women everywhere a bad name and sort of and thinking about it from the different communities that I listen to and I watch content uh, from there is a huge issue with colorism already as it is to where black women we already don't feel desired not just by our own men but by men in general in the world and it's because of images like this that portray us as whores sexual objects um, sex toys, we are turned into fetishes, and it really makes it look like black women are only good for sex. And I've, I had um, another one of my friends on here, Detroit Dope, she was, you know, opening up this discussion about, you know, what do people think about the album cover art, and she brought up that point where dark-skinned black women, as far as, like, acting in film, they're usually the sidekick, they're the best friend, they're the loud one, the ratchet one. They're the one that nobody wants. And so you have this kind of imagery that's like subtly telling us things from an entertainment standpoint. And then you have album, cart, album art cover like what we're seeing from Meek Mill and it's showing overly sexualized images of black women. We already don't have the representation of you know, being classy or black people in general don't have the representation of having money or coming from, I don't know, higher or better class. And we're just always depicted as being lesser and lower. And that's where a lot of the hurt is coming from, from black women. So to get back to um, why I brought up my friend is because I made a comment under her post uh, that I've been through a situation where, and I'm not as darkly complected as other women, but I've been through a situation where a man will want to sleep with me and have sex with me and want to engage in everything sexually with me. But when it comes to wanting a relationship, when it comes to wanting a title, 
I don't get that respect. I don't get that consideration. I don't get that offer. And so I was in a situation where a man was, you know, we were having sex, but he went back and claimed, went back to his girlfriend, whoever, uh, and she happened to be mixed, ambiguous. She was mixed. She's like, no, she's not mixed. She's like straight up something else. She's Dominican, but white Dominican, not black Dominican. And there is even a difference there too. So it's like in private, and he wanted me to keep us a secret. So in private, I can be your plaything. Um, everything you want and need in the bedroom. But when it comes to things like taking me out on a date or buying me something nice because you were thinking about me or calling me and claiming me to be your girlfriend or your significant other, whatever, in front of other people, I don't get that same respect, that same luxury, that same privilege. But when it comes to a lighter complected woman, she might even be exotic, quote unquote exotic. She doesn't have those black features. She has the naturally long hair, all of that, blah, blah, blah. You will claim this woman in public and you want people to see you with this kind of woman. But when you're with a darker skinned woman, she's just your plaything, your toy. Y'all just have sex. Like, that's where the hurtful part comes in. And to piggyback, to not, not piggyback, but to backtrack to the post um, that DJ Big X ATL made, um, I wish I would have screenshot my own response because I gave three reasons um, like three answers to his question. So his question was, black women, is this how you want to be portrayed? And I already mentioned somebody else was like, are you really victim blaming black women? You think black women, black women want to be portrayed like this? But my response to his post was basically, of course we don't want to be portrayed like this, but everything that I just explained as far as the colorism that black women deal with within our own community from yes i do i have naturally natural vampire teeth they just grew like this but the colorism that black women experience from black men um this is not even really my fight so from dj big x atl's post he was basically wanting black women to stand up and defend ourselves but I mentioned a few camps, a few schools of thought that I follow. And one of those schools of thought is like, you know, black women, we really need to stop trying to insert ourselves into every battle. And I guess it was annoying for me because he's saying, black women, do you want to be portrayed like this? Like, no, we don't. But we're also, especially for me, I don't listen to Meek Mill's music like that. And... I don't follow him. I don't know anything about him like that. So why would I speak on something that I don't know anything about? And as far as I'm concerned, Meek Mill is not worried about black women like me. Uh, my friend Detroit Dope, she pointed out that you never see a dark-skinned black woman on his arm in public. It's always a lighter complected woman or maybe some exotic. Again, I don't know because I don't follow Meek Mill like that and I don't listen to his music. From what I have heard of his music, which is typical of most rappers, y'all ain't talking about nothing anyway. And I don't want to put that kind of content into my head. I don't want to be influenced by those kinds of thoughts, those kinds of words. Words do have power. 
I don't want to be influenced by that music. So I choose not to partake in listening to such content. So, you know, all this black women, do you want to be portrayed like this? We don't want to be portrayed like this, but we're being more selective with the battles that we choose. And Meek Mill is not one of ours. He's a black man, but he's not for black people or black women. I don't know if that's crazy for me to say, but I'm just going to go ahead and let it ride because we are live right now in this recording. But he's not necessarily for us. So why would I feel the need to fight against somebody who is always going to see me in one particular light anyway? Why am I going to go out of my way to you know, try to reprimand somebody who has already made it clear that they don't care about me, they don't care about my imagery, they don't care how I might feel um, about certain things that they say or do against me or my image, whatever. Uh, another point that I made under that post was black women already don't feel protected by black men. And this is one example of that. Again, to go back to the whole issue of colorism, Again, we see black men wanting to go for the lighter complected women, the racially ambiguous women, the non-black women, the exotics. And so how can you expect us to feel like if we speak out on this issue, something will be done, some action will be taken? I mean, you can only cancel and boycott someone so long before you're doing it so much that people don't even respect the magnitude of what it means to cancel and boycott somebody. So, you know, I don't think he's for my community of black women. So I just don't concern myself with it. But, you know, black women don't feel protected because of things like this. Our imagery is never in a favorable light, even from our own black men. Now, I mentioned earlier, there had to have been a creative marketing team and then Meek Mill had to have also said, I like this, I want this for my album cover. How many hands did it have to go through before it was given final approval to go out to the public and look like that? That is where some of that resentment and some of that hurt is coming from. Uh, now, let me go ahead and break a little bit because I'm kind of tired of talking. And I want to bring up the video of, <laughs> of Sukihana uh, leaving some comments on this. All the okay. white statues in Italy and Rome and all over the world with them little tiny wee-wees out and y'all they saying about that. Y'all ain't talking about them naked statues all over the mother church and them naked angels and you want to talk about Mick Mill mother album cover and his black art a black woman artist made that she's so mad she's so bothered she sound like something is stuck in her mouth like she's in between meals like why does she sound like that 
I initially, when I went to that post, uh, that's compliments of the shade room. I initially did not listen to what she had to say because I don't follow women like Sukihana. Again, I don't know much about her. I don't know much about the kind of music and content she does. I only know what I've seen from her, you know, in a very small dose. And, you know, she was on Love and Hip Hop. She is loud. Like, honestly, and this might sting, but she is the example of what, you know, the majority of the population stereotypes black people and black, specifically black women. And she is a darker complected black woman standing up for this art. And I, I find it to be very interesting. It's just really interesting. But she is the stereotypical caricature that majority of the of the population would try to say see this is how black people this is how black women act this is how black women are um and you know she said some things like you know black women's bodies are beautiful we should be able to show it the way that we want to and yeah she's right black women's bodies are beautiful but why are we always over sexualized why are we always represented in a way as a fetish not as, you know, we don't, like, there's no mystery about us, the way that the media portrays us. And yeah, I'm about to make a lot of people mad, but like, there's no mystery about us. Like we are used as toys. We're seen as side chicks and mistresses, loud, ghetto, uneducated. We're seen as so many things. And it's interesting that that's coming from somebody like Sukihana who displays all of those characteristics of the caricature of the stereotypical black woman that, you know, the mass media would have you to believe that black women are. Now, black women, we are not a monolith. We are not one kind of woman. We're not one kind of people. We come in different shades, different personalities, all that good stuff. So, you know, Sukihana is one kind of black woman. Yeah, we got loud, ratchet, ghetto black women, but we also have conservative black women we have educated we have quiet we have you know multifaceted multi-dimensional complicated women so it's just really interesting to hear her comments on this while simultaneously also being what everybody is stereotyping black women to be she is the caricature that is on the side of that bus. And it's crazy that she's not even seeing that. Like Sukihana, I've seen her on Love and Hip Hop trying, you know, trying to fight people. Uh, there was a video that went viral from her, like, I don't know if she was like giving head to somebody or doing some kind of sexual acts. She was not being respected in that video. Even if that's how you like your sexual acts, like, why is that being displayed to the world? And Somebody please correct me if I'm wrong. I know she's not the one that leaked that. Was that her boyfriend or her husband who leaked that video? And basically is adding to the hurt that once again, this is why a lot of black women don't feel protected by black men because the men who we do these things with and will be nasty and do all that stuff for you. Y'all are the same ones putting out this content. When you get pissed off or mad at us, you're trying to make it look like we're nasty and we're trash and we're bad people and we're down bad and we're just sucking and effing and doing whatever. But you weren't complaining when it was being done for you freely. But that's a whole nother conversation. I just wanna, let's get back to her comments on Meek Mill's album cover. So she also mentioned, you know, why does nobody have outrage 
when it comes to, uh, you know, the statues that are the statues of white people and the statues of people in Rome and Italy. And one main difference for me, for me now, this is initially what I thought when I heard her comments, like, yeah, nobody talks about that because it's not derogatory. When I look at most of those statues and when I think about, you know, what those statues look like, and we're going to ignore her ignorant ass comment on, you know, the wee wees being little, whatever. When, when we talk about that kind of art, those kind of statues, they are true to human form. They're not over exaggerating features of those people. They are showing the natural curvature and the natural uh, muscular formation of those bodies, the natural state of how a man's penis might look. And it's just, it is classier. It does look nicer. It's not exaggerated. It's not demeaning. It's showing a certain level of beauty that this caricature that we're seeing on, on Meek Mill's album cover, it's lacking. Now, the other thing that, you know, people might want to throw up as an argument, a black woman is the one who created this album art. So why are black women upset when it's a black woman who, it's a black woman who uh, painted and created this album, this album art? Uh, and let's see. So the artist who actually created this cover art her name is Nina Chanel Abney and let me because I got my computer right here oh she's the first one to come up either Google's listening or you know they know what's trending right now kind of creepy so Nina Chanel Abney is an American artist based in New York she was born in Harvey Illinois she is an African-American contemporary artist and painter who explores race gender, pop culture, homophobia, and politics in her work. And when I do a Google search of her artwork, we in the living room with it today, for those of you who are going to be watching, uh, let's just scroll through. I hate the way Google displays pictures these days, but let's just scroll through. So from what I understand, from what I've heard uh, others say about this artist, she, this is like typical of her style as far as, you know, the nudity and maybe some of the, I don't know, explicit nature of her content. I'm looking at her other art and it, you know, I don't know. It's not, I'm not as offended as the bus, but okay, this might, this might take the cake for <laughs> Oh, but there's white people on this too. And there, okay. So this is just how, and of course, this is Meek Mill's album cover that she created. But she also has other things. So yeah, from what I'm understanding of this artist, this is her style. This is what she's been doing. She will, you know, it's eccentric. It has you know, explicit content, it shows body parts. So it's nothing out of the norm. And an argument that someone would make is, well, why are people so upset? A black woman created this. 
A black woman envisioned this art. Why are people so upset? Shouldn't they be upset with the black woman artist who created this imagery? Mm, I don't know. That's a weak ass argument in my opinion. Uh, here's another point that I would like to make about art in general. And you know, someone else saying art is subjective. Yes, that's true. Art is subjective. The other difference that I can find as far as, you know, art and let's even say the statues that people are talking about in Rome and Italy with the cherubs and the naked angels and the naked men and women who are always portrayed in that style of art. Those things are in museums. They're not typically, well, except with the help of the internet, they're not typically plastered all over or for a general consumption. Typically to get the full effect and experience of those art pieces, you would go and see those things in person. Before the internet just made everything so accessible, you had to go to wherever that art was displayed to be able to see and experience that art. And then once you're there, and then you go because you are interested in that artist's particular style and the themes that that artist portrays in their pieces. So that's another distinction I would like to make. Now, this just happens to be on a global scale because Meek is a major artist. And so a lot of people are going to have eyes on this album car album arc on this album cover art. I don't know why that's so difficult to say, <laughs> but you know, there's nothing out of the ordinary as far as the imagery that this woman creates that is characteristic of her art and how she chooses to display certain themes and certain people. So honestly, I don't have much to say on that. I don't care that it's a black woman that did this because if it was a regular art installation, it would not be put on a major scale like this. The only reason why we see how it is right now is because it's a Meek Mill album cover. Otherwise, I don't think it would have gotten this much attention. And people are really upset because yes, it is a black man who chose to put this imagery of black women in front of the masses in the eyes of the mass majority of people whoever his following is, he's a major artist, so he influences millions of people. That is where the outrage is coming. So we need not pull away from the fact that people are upset that a black man approved this imagery to go out into the public. That's what we're talking about here. Now, what else did I have to say on this? Because, you know, in response to DJ Big XATL's post, I don't listen to Meek like that. I don't follow his music. Therefore, I don't concern myself with this fight necessarily, but I do understand why people are upset with this. Uh, he said, black women, do you want to be portrayed like this? No, we don't. But to my point again, I don't listen to Meek. I don't know his music like that. I don't feel like this is my fight because I don't think he represents me. I don't think I don't think I should be fighting this battle basically because I don't follow Meek and I don't think he has my best interests at heart as a black woman. I don't even know if he has the best interests at heart of black people. Again, I couldn't tell you that because I don't know much about Meek. I don't know much about his music and I'm gonna keep reiterating that. So my thing with that is we don't wanna be portrayed like this, but this is also not my fight. But since we're talking about fighting, 
what people were irritated about in response to the DJ's post is saying that black women, why aren't you fighting? Why aren't you putting up more of an uproar? Is it only because this white man pointed it out that you're so upset? And it's like, no, um, black women have been fighting a lot for a long time. Um, and quite frankly, we're tired and because we're tired and we see that our fighting often doesn't get us much respect or much reciprocity, we are being more selective with the battles that we choose to be a part of. And I don't know, I guess that makes people mad. Unfortunately, black women have damn near become synonymous with fighters, with strong, independent, I'm a strong, independent black woman. Uh, that's a stereotype that we are actively trying to get away from. Um, and that's a stereotype that I do not live by. I do not call myself a strong black woman because when we keep calling ourselves strong black women, it suddenly opens up the door for people to feel like, for our own black men to feel like they don't have to protect us. Um, and it's because we're made to seem so masculine in the public eye. It's because we're meant to look aggressive and loud and standoffish and non-submissive. So that's another layer to this whole thing. Aside from the colorism, like why do you only have dark skinned black women when you know the caricature that the media portrays black women to be? The other part of that, aside from colorism, is it's adding, continuing to add to the stereotype. Um, all right, I'm going to finish my thought and then I'm going to read this comment that just came up. But um, yeah, black women, we have been fighting for a long time on many issues, issues that have not concerned us. But I don't know, it's like black women kind of took on the role of fighting for rights for everybody but then it felt like nobody was coming to our defense. Nobody was coming to speak up for us. So there is a whole school of thought out there in which black women are, we're sitting it out. You know, we're assessing the situation. We're assessing the battle. We're looking at both sides. Does this concern me? Nah, we don't need to fight. We can sit this one out. We can sit down. We can be soft. We don't have to be on guard. We don't have to be defensive all the time. We don't need to be a part of this. And as far as a response to DJ to the DJ's post, that is why probably a lot of black women are not speaking up about it because we're tired of fighting. And we shouldn't have to tell our own men that we don't want to be portrayed in this way. Another thing about that would be, oh, well, you know, there are plenty of black women who go on Instagram and shake their ass and show their titties and show all kind of things online. We're going to come back to that. Let's read this comment and we'll come back to this. So universe underscore music says, so I didn't take the cover as offensive. I looked at it as a portrayal of the lifestyle he's involved in. And it's kind of on point with the content of the music. I do think he could have used some discretion as to putting it on his tour bus knowing it would be seen in the public. Um, and it sounds like you have the same viewpoint as DJ Big X ATL. That's basically what he was saying too. You know, album cover art, okay. As an artist, you have that right, obviously, to, um, and I don't even want to paint it like that. 
as an artist, as a person, you have the right to display your feelings, your emotions, your thoughts, your thought processes. You have the freedom to display it in any way you want to. Just think about the consequences that come with what you are going to display. If you don't necessarily care about the consequences, then by all means, go for it. If you want to have some discretion as to how it will make your people look, your in Meek Mill's instance, how it would make black women look, how it make black women feel, then maybe use some discretion when it comes to, you know, who's going to be able to see it or if it even sees the light of day as it was originally planned to be shown, if that makes sense. Uh, but again, as I mentioned earlier, I don't think black women is really on Meek Mill's radar like that. And to backtrack to the whole issue of colorism, there are a lot of male entertainers. There are a lot of men in the music industry in general who would prefer lighter skinned women, more racially ambiguous women. So they don't really have much respect for darker toned women. Uh, and they see darker skinned women as just sexual objects. So, um, but to go back to this comment, so I didn't take the cover as offensive. I looked at it as a portrayal of the lifestyle he's involved in and it's kind of on point. So let's take a look. I'm glad you said that. Let me bring the imagery back up and I kind of wish I did put the explicit version on here, but we're going to rock with what I have because I'm lazy. All right, so again, if you are listening, you will have to tune into my Patreon or my YouTube at some point to see the imagery or just look it up yourself. But uh, this is going to be podcast form. So uh, let's see, didn't take it as offensive because it's a portrayal of the lifestyle he's involved in. So when we look at this particular album cover art, we see palm trees, we see money, we see motocross bikes, we see cars, we see fire. We see naked women, we see ass, we see titties, we see dice, we see life vests, we see, what is that in the bottom left corner? Oh, uh, that's a boat, a yacht on water. So the, the title of the album is Expensive Pain. And this is, you know, Meek Mill's lifestyle. He's surrounded by the gold chains the yachts, the cars, the clothes, the money, the hoes, whatever. He's surrounded by this lifestyle. So, you know, there are tears in Meek Mill's eyes. What does that mean? Mm, is he crying from the pain? Crying from this expensive pain? He's surrounded by money. I noticed he's by himself or no. I, okay, okay. Damn, y'all taking me back to my art days when I used to have to sit down and examine art pieces and give my opinion based on the colors and the subjects in the art. So in general, this piece does not strike me as being particularly dark as far as the choice of color that he used. There are, there's bright color. And I think this is intentional. So, you know, the background of the whole art uh, is a light blue color. And then there are shades of red and green and blue and yellow and white and pink and orange and yellow, just really bright, noticeable colors, colors that I would not think 
colors that don't make me feel depressed when I look at it. Um, and then those colors are being used to, you know, highlight the money, the cars. Uh, what do the trees represent? Palm trees. It could also mean trees like smoking, you know. Um, there are life vests, there's money, there's dice, there's cars, there's the jewelry. All of those things are outlined and used with bright colors. So those things, they're not depressing. They don't put you in a necessarily bad mood. In fact, they make you kind of happy. Um, but then you look at the people who are outlined. It's interesting to me because he has these two outlines that are like blacked out and they don't have faces. So I wonder what that means. Um, I do wonder what that means. And he's like the only man in the picture. And then we see the faces of these black women. So for me, it's like, why are those the only faces that are given personality or character or given face? You know, if that makes sense. Um, he's the only man. He's crying. So let me see if, if I can put this in words that make sense to interpret this piece of art. So everything that he's surrounded by, because, you know, Meek Mill's image is kind of in the very center of this artwork. He is surrounded by all of these things. Some of these things are faceless. They're just material. They don't necessarily matter one way or the other, right? Um, he's surrounded by all of this brightness, all of these things that are supposed to make, it's supposed to make people happy and yet he's crying. Is that a red teardrop or what is that? I know that's a teardrop coming from his eye, but I can't really see what that red thing is on the other side. I need maybe a better picture. But yeah, so even when he is surrounded by people, particularly these women who look like him, he's not happy. You know, they're exposing themselves not in the most flattering way. And actually... Damn, I need a better picture because the girl who's bent over and she got her vagina out for the world to see, is that a tear? Are those tears in her eyes? Hold on. Let me peck, peck, peck away. I need a better imagery. I can't see. All of these are like pixelated. Okay. Okay. Those are not tears under. Yeah. So the only one who's crying in this picture is Meek Mill and... I wonder why faces were given to the women. You know, it's just obscene, you know. I'm trying to figure that out. I would need more time to sit with this and really think about, like, you know, why did he choose to be the only man on the cover? Why did he choose to give faces to the women in this picture? Like, what is he really saying about that? So you're definitely right about this depicting Meek Mill's lifestyle, what he's surrounded by, what he's involved with, you know, all of these things that people say they want to be a part of or they want to have, they want access to. He has all of that around him and yet he's so sad. He's crying. What does it mean? The other part to your comment, I do think he could have used some discretion as to putting it on his tour bus, knowing it would be seen in the public. And that is the point that uh, the DJ was making on his post as well. Um, you have that creative freedom to make your album, your album cover art, whatever you want it to be. But why are you now parading these obscene images around town on a tangible thing like a tour bus in front of the eyes where children could potentially see it? 
that's where the explicit part comes. That's where the unacceptable part comes. That's where he could have exercised more discretion. And that's the same exact point the DJ was making. And that might even be the point that some black women would make. Um, for me, and then I'm kind of torn because, you know, a black woman did create this, but art is a representation of what is happening around us. So unfortunately, there is a harsh truth in the fact that, you know, our people are involved in this lifestyle. That doesn't mean we're happy. Expensive pain. You know, we might flaunt all this money. We might buy all these material things. We might flash and put on. But deep down inside, okay. Dang, I hope that didn't mess up the thing. But what is this art piece? Let's take Meek Mill out of it. If this were not presented as album cover art, what would you think about this piece of art? Because it is art at the end of the day. And it is said that art imitates life. So whatever is happening in our immediate surroundings, in our real world, it is depicted in art. And what is Nina Chanel Abney trying to say about this? If we take away the fact that this is Meek Mill on this album cover, and y'all about to get me deep. Y'all about to get me deep. That's crazy. If we take away the fact that this is Meek Mill's album cover art, if we just look at the art, and it's only black people, maybe, maybe it is a man who is weeping for the outside world because, you know, people want to say that they're happy with the money, the cars, the yachts, the women, the random people who want to be around you for what you have. Oh, and I didn't even mention about the checkerboard, the checkerboard dance floor being in there. People had something to say about that too, you know, Illuminati, whatever, which I do. I don't know if I would call it Illuminati, but I do believe in certain dark forces in the industry. That's a whole another conversation for another day. But um, yeah, if we separate him and his name from this art, it is a sad state of affairs that these images, these things, this is what people associate with black people in general. Never mind the fact that there are black women, dark-skinned black women on here. These are the things that when people see, when others see black people, this is all they think of us. All they see is partying and flashing money and showing titties and showing ass and trying to live it up, trying to be in exotic places, trying to be, you know, happy, trying to put on, trying to live a certain lifestyle that tells other people that tells the outside world how much fun they're having how how good of a time they're having how great their life is but they're not really happy are they they can't be this is not the real definition of happiness this is not the real representation of happiness so you know you could interpret this as a black man who is pained by the things he sees around him or you could interpret it as a black man who he has all these things, but he's not happy. I don't know. There's a lot of different interpretations you can make from that album cover art. Say that fast five times. Album cover art, album cover art, album cover art, album cover art, album cover art. 
All right, that wasn't too bad. But yeah, it's just my personal feelings on it. I hope it didn't get lost in the translation of, you know, interpreting this piece of art, pulling Meek Mill's name out of it, right? As a black woman, for me, my final thoughts on this, I don't listen to Meek Mill's music like that. I don't follow Meek Mill like that. So I can't be outraged at something that I wasn't paying attention to in the first place, right? This is not my fight because another layer of that, Meek Mill and other black male entertainers have proven time and time again that black women are not necessarily the ones they want, at least not to be seen with in the public eye, at least not to be given titles, at least not to be shown off as a trophy. You know, they reserve that, some might call it respect. They reserve those titles, they reserve those outings for the lighter skinned women, for the non-black women, for the ambiguous looking women, for the exotic, quote unquote, exotic women. So that's another layer of that. A lot of black male entertainers have made it clear that they do not want black women. Even like me, especially not dark, dark black women. So that's another thing to consider here. As far as Suki Hana, um, I wouldn't take her commentary too seriously because I don't even know if she realizes that she is present on this album artwork. Yeah. As I said earlier, the caricature that majority of the media portrays Black women to be, Suki Hana is that embodiment. So she's trying to come to Meek Mill's defense I understand what she's saying, like, you know, chill out with the cancel culture. I'm, I can't cancel Meek Mill because I'm not a part of his audience anyway. You'll have to leave that up to the people who follow him. But I, I get what she's saying as far as that. But at the same, on the same token, she is the physical embodiment of the caricature that mass media portrays. And honestly, part of her success is coming from the fact that she is willing to be the physical embodiment of the caricature that the mass media wants people to believe that black women are. Loud, ghetto, we sound illiterate, uneducated. And why was she yelling like that? Was just, just one more time. Why was she yelling? Why was she talking like that? All the f white statues in Italy and Rome and all over the world with them little tiny wee-wees out and y'all, they say that y'all ain't talking about them naked statues all over mother church and them naked angels and you want to talk about Mick Mill mother album cover and his black art a black woman artist made that painting and talking about a black woman's body is beautiful we can show it if we want stop trying to cancel people for every Thing they do, I like it. Get out of here! Stop it! 
why does she sound like that? That's all I'm saying. So I think the thing for her that's going to add insult to injury, like I said, she is the physical embodiment of what the mass media wants the world to see black women as. Loud, ghetto, irrational, aggressive, sound like we're uneducated. That's what mass media would want people to believe about black women. Despite us being the most educated group of people, I think in the world, if not at least the United States, despite us, you know, becoming the biggest growing class of business owners and millionaires and whatever, we're not going to get into that though, but that's what adds insult to injury. And that's why I don't take her commentary so seriously, whether she realizes it or not. If you wanted to get into that conversation of, you know, she is aiding in the agenda. You can tell from the checkerboard on Meek Mill's album cover art who is endorsing him. And that's why this imagery is allowed to exist. If you want to get into that, that's a whole nother conversation. I'll save that for another podcast. You got to go onto my uh, onto Spotify and search for Lexi or go to my YouTube and search for Lexi to view you know the visual of this. Um, but if you want to see this as soon as I upload it, you will have to go to patreon.com slash LexiATL for $5 a month, become a patron of mine, and you will get access to see content way before it's posted to the public months in advance. Uh, sometimes it does take me like literally months to post to the public. And you'll see exclusive content way before the general public does, as well as bonus material that everybody else won't get to see because you get to be a part of that special community when you join my Patreon at patreon.com slash LexiATL. Please support and we can do more interactive things like this. But um, yeah, I just... <sighs> Final thoughts. This is not my fight because I am not Meek Mill's demographic audience. I'm not the kind of woman that he would advertise to. In fact, I would be, maybe if I wasn't a black woman, I would be the kind of woman he might want to be in the presence of. But, you know, I don't listen to him. I don't follow him. So this just really doesn't concern me. Now, what universe underscore music that's what the the gentleman who provided the uh, insightful comments earlier about, you know, depicting his lifestyle. Um, if we step back, because what it made me do is step back and actually examine the piece of art that it is. If we detach Meek Mill's name from it and imagine we were in a, in a, in a museum, in an art studio, viewing this art the way that I feel most art needs to be viewed in an intimate setting. The only reason people are outraged is because it's Meek Mill, because it's blasted publicly all over the world. And this is not the imagery that black, that, that black women want to be portrayed at. Let me make that very clear. As a black woman, I do not want to be portrayed in this way. I do not see myself this way. Well, maybe I do for my man when we in private and he wants me to do some things. But publicly, I do not want to be seen this way to the public eye. And this is not how I present myself to the public. So in that sense, yes, it offends me. But when we take a step back and we examine it for the piece of art that it is, I can applaud this black female artist, Nina Chanel Abney, for creating this piece of art. And if I look at it in a sense, like if I was imagining myself in a museum or in an art studio, taking in this piece of art, in a way that I feel it's supposed to be taken in, 
just me and this piece of art in a room. It's under a spotlight and I'm being left to examine it right then and there with my thoughts. Then it is actually speaking on a deeper level. It is telling me a lot of things as far as, you know, the current psyche that a lot of black people are trapped in and the fact that we're not actually happy with the material things that we're surrounding ourselves with. We're not actually happy with the imagery that we're surrounded by. We're not actually happy smoking and drinking and partying our problems away. So if you look, if you detach Meek Mill from it and just examine this for what it is, a piece of art, then I think you'll come to a much calmer conclusion and you'll see the message that I'm going to uh, interpret. This is my interpretation. You'll see the message that the artist was trying to convey. The artist being the woman who painted it, Nina Chanel Abney. And those are my final thoughts on uh, this. But definitely, you know, engage with me on Spotify, uh, my Lexi podcast. Uh, engage with me on YouTube. Engage with me mainly on my on my Patreon, please, because this is going to go on Patreon before it goes up anywhere else. So let me know what you feel about the cover art from Meek Mill's latest album, Expensive Pain. What do you feel about it? Do you think the album cover is cool? Or were you were you only tripping because it was on a tour bus? Or is the is it crude all the way around? You know, let me know in the comment section down below. Um, let me know your thoughts on it. But please make sure you like, subscribe, share if you enjoyed the conversation today. And again, please support me on Patreon at patreon.com slash LexiATL. For $5 a month, you will get this content as soon as I upload it. And, you know, that's months before the general public will get to see it. And you'll get exclusive content in regards to my music months before the general public. Now, that doesn't sound like some enticing piece of information. I don't know what does. But thank you all so much for joining in on the conversation today. I hope you enjoyed it. My name is Lexi. Until next time, peace. <laughs>